This podcast is part of the Loosely Connected Network. Visit www.thelooselyconnected.com for more great podcasts, networks, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, and more. Loot Crate. Do you know what Loot Crate is? Yes, I do, Tony. Okay. Can you tell us what it is? <laughs> uh, pretty much once a month, you know, we get a box or a crate, and uh, it's filled with random goodies, uh, uh, themed goodies, to be exact. And I don't know what the theme of it for, is it for November, right? Because it's end of the month already? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's still going with the Halloween theme stuff right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I think, I don't, what was the theme for, let me look it up, actually. Actually, what yeah. Is- so, next month's theme is up now. So, next month is laboratory. So, uh, um, Let's see. Laboratory. Some troops can only be found under a microscope. Countless experiments in our laboratory have yielded a collection of cutting-edge gear that exists beyond morality. Are you ready to take the next step? Yeah, that's that's yeah. what it is. So, um, the stuff in this... Was it this month? Is it this month? No, that's next month. That's November. That's November. Let's see. I think it's like Westworld and other stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Westworld, Better Call Saul, that makes sense. Bioshop, and then it says plus more. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you guys want a subscription of Loot Crate, then you guys can use promo code NTFTTPod for 10% off. Come with me if you want to live. No time for time travel. All right, welcome to, uh, oh, shoot. I was going to say welcome to Loot Crate, and we are not Loot Crate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> welcome to the No Time for Time Travel podcast, where we are podcast for nerds by nerds. My name is Tony, and joining me this week all the way from Sweden is Quok. Hello again. Yes, again, since uh, you were just on the show last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're a podcast where uh, we discuss a topic that you guys suggest uh, as the topic of the episode. And uh, this week, we actually have two kind of random topics uh one is suggested by the monster closet podcast and uh they say what's next for open world games now that red dead redemption 2 has raised the bar so significantly um and then judge greg says the scariest topic that he can think of is um how to manage cord clutter you know (laughs) cords being cluttered and stuff oh that's actually pretty scary yeah. <laughs> In honor of Halloween, <laughs> that's a very scary topic. Um, and also, uh, uh, by the time this episode gets released, it's going to be your birthday, right? Did we release on Thursday? Well, it'll be released on Monday next week, but, but that's, uh, that's going to be near the end of October. But by the time that week releases, your birthday will be on the 1st of November. Oh, yeah. Yes. So happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, future me. Yes. And you can listen to your previous person and your previous self. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the, the, this diary where you write like uh, you write to yourself like 10 years from now or something. It's like, dear future me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make sure that you do this and this and this by this time. And then you read it and you're like, man, young me was stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I need to do that now. Thanks, young me. Uh, thanks past me yeah yeah that's that's funny when i say young me and then i realized i know a person in my class class that is named young me like that's an actual name is as in as in first name and last name it is no it's it's a first it's a two-syllable first name oh so it's korean 
Yes, it is actually. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, before we get started with the topic, though, uh, how have you been doing? Uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I've just been. It's been weird. Like this past two weeks has been good at the same time tiring. Uh, I I got into playing Maple Story too. Oh gosh. Okay. And then and then I got Tana to get into it as well. So he's um, he's playing in the the Euro server. <laughs> uh, Wait, why are you but, playing uh, the Euro server? Oh yeah, to play with you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But at the same time, it's like my my sleeping schedule has been kind of weird and messed up. Like my body's been waking me up really early, like three in the morning, four in the yeah, three in the morning early. Three and in I, the morning. Just, like, yeah, sleeping at like ten. Like right now, um, just now, you were like you you messaged me at like you were three a.m. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "What the heck are you?" Yeah, why? Why are you messaging me like now? Like, you should be asleep. I should be, but I, like, I woke up at three. And I'm like, oh, okay, I feel good. I'm going to get up now. I look at the, I look at my, uh, my clock, and I was like, "And it's three. I'm going to lie back in bed." And then an hour later, I'm like, "It's only been an hour. <laughs> Still not asleep yet." But I'm pretty energetic. I just don't know what to do. So, so what have you been trying to do to like just pass the time then when you wake up early? Play games. I see. So Maple Story. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's 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 funny because like this time is like uh, uh the the time that my my that my friend Tana uh who lives in Texas right now it's like the perfect time where he comes home from work and mm-hmm. then I'm like oh okay well I'm awake I don't know what to do I finish exercise and everything I have like two three more hours until I have to go to work. Oh, okay. So, you guys still play, and then he's on. He's like, oh, yeah, we can play together. Yeah. <laughs> so funny and stupid. And well, I really want to sleep, but I can't. <coughs> um, I forgot. Is Maple Story like an RPG or something? Yeah, it's an online RPG. And then now with like the newer one, it's, uh, it's, it, the, the old Maple Story is in 2D, like a side scrolling platform ish. Mm-hmm. But, uh, with the 3D version, uh, the, the, uh, set, the new version is in 3D, kind of like isometric. Um, it, it's for me, it feels like a lot like Diablo, but like a cuter version. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, it's fun. And it's made to be really casual, mm-hmm. uh, versus like the original. Um, and I, I think they're doing it really well because, uh, Tana, uh, he is more of a casual player. Mm-hmm. When he just like to spend like a couple minutes here and there, he doesn't really want to. It's, it's not like League of Legends. He, like, he will play it w- with us as a team and stuff, but he wouldn't like really want to play it. Uh, he would play stuff that's more just like, okay, it's a little bit of time, kind of play a little bit here and there, and then just do some, do some stuff like farming, fishing, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of cool that Maple Story has the option for casual players who just want to go in, take care of the farm, kind of like Farmville sort of thing, but yeah. best, it's, uh, as a whole and character and you could do like just do dungeon runs with your friends every now and then so it's more than one way is it like kind of like uh the sims but not like you're you're controlling your character more or something like that yeah yeah pretty much yeah yeah yeah. it's like animal crossing i never played it but i I see things like that hmm huh interesting yeah, now I, <laughs> yeah, I, I know Maple Story is known to be free, and then now I'm like thinking maybe I don't want to play it because it's so open, open world. It's not that open world ish. Uh, if, if that's what you're thinking, um, well, actually, let me rephrase. I don't want to play it because it sounds like a lot of things will take time, and mm. 
I don't have much time. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. No, no, it's totally fine. It's like, but I think that's why it appeals to like the casual players as well. Is if you go in, you do just a little bit here and there for like 15, 20 minutes. I wonder, you- yeah, I wonder if like, those are, if like, I could just play it without any long-term goal, but just like spurts of like random play. Yeah. No, you could try if you want. Because mm. uh, I, I do know like, okay, I, so I think there's something that might appeal to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have, uh, you know how like uh, in games, have, there's like emotes and you could do stuff like dances and certain things and performance, that, that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So in like this game, they have like uh, casual stuff where it's like... Um, the character can farm, can uh, go fishing, and play music. And the cool thing about the, this is it ha- it's very customizable. Mm-hmm. So you can actually do your own music uh, in MIDI form. Yeah. And then upload it uh, into your, upload it onto the game stuff. Yeah. So you can actually, like, uh, there's, like, an option to play music or something. Like, he'll, they'll, the character will take out a guitar or, or drums or... Um, or just a piano and start playing uh, playing a soundtrack but that soundtrack could either be something that you customly made or like you got from the internet as pretty cool because you see like you go to town and you hear people playing like a whole bunch of anime theme songs wait so this is like something you could actually upload and then your character plays this online so other people can hear it yeah okay i'm gonna start this game like really soon then yeah it's actually really cool uh and you can like uh, the the thing about it is like uh, it has option where you craft music sheets so that you can the more the music sheet is pretty much just like each one is like a soundtrack yeah so it could be like a one minute soundtrack or something or like a uh one hundred or one thousand character or five thousand characters for the uh, for piano MIDI or whichever instrument MIDI does it have a limit is that the limit uh, uh it has more so it has like tiers uh huh. So let's say like if you, uh, which I think is pretty smart. Uh, let's say you can craft your own um, piano sheets, right? Yeah. So like, there's like a tier. Oh, there's like a the bronze tier where it's only a thousand limit. But say, like, oh, I want I want to make like a uh, a, I want to play something longer. So there's like a, a silver thing where it's like it's five thousand uh, five thousand characters, mm-hmm. and then you just have to level it up. And then you have another one where it's like, oh, okay, I could now I could upload one, like maybe 10,000. I haven't seen more than 5,000 yet. So, I don't so, know. so here's the thing. So you said you could also like play with your friends and do like little missions and quests, right? Yeah. And like maybe level up or something. So yep. while you're playing, can like, let's say I'm, I'm part of your team, right? And mm-hmm. you and Tana, right? We just go on the quest. And then yep. can I just stay like right behind you two and then start just playing epic music while you fight? <laughs> yeah, you actually can. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Now I really want to play that. <laughs> and, like, and, and the good thing about it is, like, you can just—it uh, also levels you up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because doing like performances and like uh, fishing and all that extra stuff is one way of earning uh, experience. It's uh-huh. not as much as like fighting or grinding that sort of thing, but yeah. it still progresses pretty slowly. And it's like, and it's pretty good alternative, I think. Because mm-hmm. it, it makes you feel like you're not just playing and you're not catching up with your friend. You're still doing something. You're still catching up, but it's just at a slower level. Mm-hmm. So you can learn. Like I, I think Tana was telling me, like, so he he had the thing where uh, normally when you hit play or play one whole soundtrack 
or like one whole song and it's roughly like one minute long or something yeah but there's an uh, there's an option for like auto performance mm-hmm. uh, which pretty much it just says it will just keep playing this on loop over and over for X amount of time like 20 minutes 30 minutes or 30 minutes hour that sort of thing mm-hmm. and he told me like he <laughs> I was telling him his jokes like hey you have like uh, you know, by the time I wake up you better be like level, you better be like two levels higher <laughs> And then uh, he he told me like oh yeah so he went to sleep and he put the he was just doing like auto performance and playing piano for like overnight and then he woke up and he leveled up to two levels. <laughs> wow, wow. So uh, I was pretty, it was pretty funny, but it also gave some pretty cool perspective. Like it's slow because it's an AFK sort of thing, but it's just funny that it's uh, you could do that. But so was that something that he got like? Like is it like um was it built in the game or is that something he did so- on the side that that um kind of was like uh, a glitch or a workaround? Oh, what, what do you mean by by something he would do on his side? Like thinking. like did he have some kind of like um, macro for his keyboard that made him play made the character play on the loop or was that something that it's built in the game where you can actually just have the option to do that? Yeah, it's something that's built in the game that you can actually uh, do that on a loop. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I technically. Can just leave my computer on twenty four seven with playing the same song over and over. Yes, but the thing is, you need vouchers for that. Wait, what do you mean vouchers? So that so normally you would have to do it manually, like you have to put the thing in and then press play, uh-huh. or like have the press play and then after it, then it stops. Mm-hmm. But then uh, in the game, it has option to like auto performance and stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. And those they have like vouchers, like thirty minute auto play vouchers, one hour thirty play vouchers. Um, you technically you can uh, you, the those game, those uh, items are given to you mm-hmm. uh, from random events sort of thing, so you get them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But if you let's say you want to put it on for an extended three hours or something like that, then you have to there's like a like a in game current it's like a side in game currency mm-hmm. that you either can get more from random events happening in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you spend real money to uh, extend it or to, bu- to buy see. those currency. I see. So it's like it's kind of like RP for for um, uh, League of Legends. Yeah, yeah. It's like League of Legends RP sort of thing. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, speaking of League of Legends, I still haven't been able to install it because I don't have enough space on my hard drive. So uh, I haven't gotten back into that yet. But uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I- I'll probably look into MapleStory. Um, no, like uh, that, that music part, especially the part about custom MIDIs interests me a lot because, you know, back when I, I did a lot of transcription and arrangements for piano songs, um, yeah. based off like video game music and, you know, um, popular music or rock songs, stuff like that. I yeah. still have all of them and they're all in my sheet music format and MIDI format. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that's why, like, when I saw that, like, just like, uh, in the, in the, I guess the play-ish sort of thing, mm-hmm. like, or like, oh, sorry, the, the gameplay. Yeah, and I was like, Tony would really like this. Yeah, like <laughs> Tony I- would definitely like this because I know like you work in uh, well before you were in, in Fruity Loops, right? Yeah, yeah, but but I didn't use uh, Fruity Loops for my piano stuff. I used um, mm. uh, what was it Finale? Finale is like a piano transcription. You actually uh, write sheet music into that program, um, and then that outputs it into MIDI's as well. 
Oh. So, it, like, all my stuff, like, you know, like, the Mortal Kombat theme on the piano or Fall Out Boy songs on the piano or the Linkin Park songs on the piano, right? All of those, I have sheet music for them because I created them. And as, you know, a, uh, extra feature in the, in the program was that it outputs it as a MIDI file so that I can, um, play it back with whatever instrument I want, right? So yeah. I have all those MIDI files and I'm pretty sure if I get Maple Story 2, the first thing I'm going to do is load all of those MIDI files in. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you do. I'll, I'll send you the link of how they do it. All right. Um, and yeah, I, I think, uh, going back to Maple Story, I just like, I thought it was really smart of what they did of like customizable stuff because mm-hmm. people can uh, customize the shirt to their own design if they want shirt or like outfits, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they're just like purely cosmetics where they can uh, and they don't add stats value or anything. That's cool. But, but it's like you can actually uh, design your own uh, shirt logo or pants sort of thing. Uh, and I guess like that's where it's more appealing for casual players or like just everybody. It's like if you want to do like you like doing designing, that would be awesome. And then it's similar to the 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 sheet music thing that they have for piano or for the music set, uh music portion. Mm-hmm. But it's with like a shirt template, a pants template, that sort of thing. So at most you you'll get them from randomly, or you could buy it from other people, or you just use real money to buy more templates to make you more stuff. You know, um, that reminds me of the major customizations that wrestling games always had when they had your create a wrestler. Um, I remember playing WWE SmackDown and spending hours and hours just on the character creator because you can trick the system into like making your own custom designs and then create like really crazy like superhero stuff. Um, but it was, I remember it took me like, Maybe like four or five hours or a very uh, customized single character. Mm-hmm. And then the way that you're describing this makes me feel like I'm probably going to end up doing the same thing with this game. Yeah. Uh, but the good, yeah, it, it's a, but at the same time, I feel it's like a, a productive way. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because, just because you're, you're actually, it's, it's a game, but it feels like it's, you're being productive. Well, yeah. Uh, like you're actually doing something towards a goal of being creative. Yeah, but than- not only that, though, because then the people online can see your result because the old uh, wrestling games, when you do that, it's only you that see the result, right? Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, it's kind of like, was it Steam Workshop, right? Is that oh, yeah. Was? yeah. Yeah, kind of. Cool. So, that's um, what you've been it, doing? Yeah, it, it's been taking over my life. It's horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you been doing anything else? Like, I don't know, eating? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, I've been doing everything fine. It's just like my my sleeping schedule uh, lately just been uh pretty out of whack, and I don't know why. Mm. It's just like my body wakes me up early, and I'm like, damn, I just 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 want to sleep. I can't. <laughs> damn. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the news. Um, we have a few news items this week. Uh, one of the things that was interesting was, you know, the show Gotham. It's on its last season right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released images of their version of Bane. Do you want to look at that up and just tell me what you think? Gotham Bane? Yeah, Gotham Bane. I mean, I already have like an immediate thought when I saw that. 
I want to see what you think if you had the same idea. <coughs> Look at that thing. Well, it's not loading. Uh, let me see if I can find a picture and send it to you. Hold on. Yeah, sound like a pick, but I don't know if that's the right one. I'm gonna be pretty slow right now because my ice pack is has melted and my computer is starting to warm up. Oh, okay. I hear I hear a lot. Um, of type. I think I saw one, but I uh, see Gotham. Okay, try again. It just looks like uh okay never mind the whole seat that looks a lot different. Okay. Is it this one, Tony? I don't even know because nothing's loading from my screen right now. The one oh you didn't get message on Gjet? Uh, let me open on my phone. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Is that a good picture of it or is that? That's a decent picture of it, but um, yeah. What do you think? Uh, for some reason, my first thought was Conan O'Brien. What? Conan O'Brien? <laughs> Why? Maybe it's just because like, it was like the background, like the red background and everything. Oh, and, and his hair is in a curl. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh yeah, Conan O'Brien with, with me <laughs> looking mean. Huh, I didn't think about that, but now I can't unsee it. <laughs> right, but did you see? <laughs> I see. I see. Conan O'Brien. I want to get out and make sure. Are you looking up a Conan O'Brien and then putting it side by side? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna send you this picture. But just imagine, just cover the the lower part of his mouth so he's not smiling. Because okay. that's. Yeah, yeah, I saw that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Bane is Conan O'Brien now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, he looks mean all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I initially thought um, Bane's uh, design in the new Gotham show looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Like like Scorpion. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of that too just now. Yeah. Yeah. Like Scorpion mixed with the Bane from, um, from the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of like that. If you actually see his whole body shot, like his... Uh, Costume is in the same design as like a ninja costume from Mortal Kombat, but then in the middle part of it, it's cybernetic like a Terminator. So it's oh, like, that's cool. It's like Terminator, Mortal Kombat ninja, Conan O'Brien. That's pretty cool. Man, I didn't realize how big of a forehead Conan O'Brien has. <laughs> Especially in that see. picture you sent me. <laughs> the heck, it's almost like there's a tan line on his forehead. You see that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um anyway <laughs> let's see what other news item do I have um Wonder Woman got moved got delayed and it's being pushed back to the same day that it got released in the past like three years exactly so mm. that's cool um Avengers 4 casted someone new uh the Joker will show up in Gotham season 5 which is the last season uh Boba Fett movie is reportedly dead now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, Venom. Venom got uh, made more money. It's like about $500 million now. So, it's still... It's it's already $500 million worldwide. And it's not even been released in China and Japan yet. Oh, wow. Was it Japan? Is that a lot? 
Um, 500 mil? Yeah, the movie was a 100 mil budget. Oh, okay, okay, that's a lot. Yeah, they really made like five times the budget. Wow, that's surprisingly a lot. Yeah, especially um, like it's a, it's a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's made by Sony, which doesn't really have historical um, good method of dealing with those characters. Yeah, I'm kind of curious now. What? How much did Sony in the past make from those movies, and how much did they spend? Like the ratio. I think the spending was a lot more. Like, let me look up the last one they did was the last one they did by themselves before they worked with Marvel was Amazing Spider-Man Two. So let yeah, me see. How, did, um, how did they do? I wonder. I, I, you don't have to know, but I'm just curious. Um, so it was uh, the wow. The budget was like almost 300 mil. Okay. And then the box office total after the complete run was 700 mil. Oh, wow. That's not much at all. Yeah. So if you're thinking about the ratio, Venom already did better than that. Yeah. And they still yeah. have, you know, they're, they're still running and they still need to be releasing, um, two more countries. Yeah. 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 I was thinking that. I was like, man, this, it reminds me, it reminds me of, um, what do you call it? Paranormal activities. Uh huh. It's like the, the low budget and of Marvel films that yeah. end up make, doing really well. Yeah. Yeah, how much... Maybe, it, yeah. I remember it, like, it was a ridiculous amount that Paranormal Activity made. Uh, yeah, they, well, they spent like less than... It's like 30000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like 30, just 30000 And they made like a couple millions already. I, oh, the first one was 15000 Oh, 15000 Oh, really? I thought it was only... I thought it was 30. That's more than that. No. So, the first movie was filmed... I remember reading about this, that it was filmed uh, and a lot of the equipment was the director's own equipment. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he shelled out his own money for a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. it was 15000 And then, the box office return was $193 million. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know what it, it kind of reminds me of, though? It kind of reminds me of, like, um, the lottery. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because if you think about it, if you buy, if each lottery ticket is like one US dollar and you spend like, and you buy 15,000 of it. Yeah. It's, you're bound to win hopefully once and that, and you make that much back. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but only if everything's different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, it's I just funny. did the math, dude. It's like, um, a thousand two hundred percent. Of it's yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it was yeah. like yeah. I mean, uh. good on them though. That I think that's how fil- how film should try to be ran at. Mm-hmm. Like I, for me, like uh, Venom didn't look too appealing. Mm-hmm. So or anything like that, but I mean, there are people who are willing to go and, and watch it, or that that might be something they like. But at the same time, it forces the people to. Uh, be a little bit more critical about what they do with a budget rather than just spend all that stuff on random effects and have no real story point and does it make it work? Yeah. I yeah, and then actually the action scenes in um Venom weren't even that great. It's mm-hmm. there was action, um <clears throat> but it was not like very well done CGI. It was not bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But you could tell it was like the budget, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it made it up with like some funny moments, I think. So yeah, oh definitely. Uh, I think it just reminds me of like Pixar back in uh Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happened is they, uh, for listeners who don't know, like Pixar, they, they it was like the early stage of three D animation, 
and they don't know how to do like real uh, realistic textures like we have now. So everything looked very plasticky. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like for them, it's working within the limitation. They're like, oh, okay, well, we can only do like plastic uh, looking things or like everything we do will look like plastic. So uh, why don't we make something about toys? <laughs> That's true. So it's like, oh, That's toys are good. plastic and that they use it to their advantage. Uh-huh. So working with that limitation. I mean, there's like Andy and everything too, but you don't really see much of them. Yeah, you only see like their feet sometimes. Yeah, but for the most part, it's the toys, and you and you don't get uh, thrown off by like, oh, they, these things are are weird because they're not like realistic texture or anything or anything like that. But it's like it's toys. It's in like the late nineties, early two thousand, mid two thousands ish, right? Early two thousand. I don't remember. I don't remember. But anyways. Uh, they made it work with the limitation and focus more on like the story and it grew to be pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really good that they did that. Yeah. Playing so, to their advantage. So, yeah. Yeah, so people should just play with and use like limitation as a, just like, a, a, I guess, kind of like a way of thinking outside the box. Well, that's, um, a, I don't know if you know, but that's what happened with Deadpool too, like the, the first movie. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, you watch Deadpool, the first one? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, at the very last scene, then, uh, was it, they were at the, the aircraft carrier, and then they were fighting and stuff, but yep. it was mostly hand-to-hand, and it's because Deadpool forgot his guns. Remember that? Like, they oh, packed, wait. They packed he up, forgot like... forgot his guns in real life, or in, like... No, in, in, the, in the movie, oh, they were okay, all, like, yeah, packing yeah. up and then getting ready with the duffel bags of the guns to, like, yeah. go to the last fight, and then... Yeah. He said, oh, damn it, I forgot the guns or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That was written in because they didn't have the budget for a an epic gun battle at the end. Oh. They purposely did that because uh, they didn't have enough money. The budget, uh, the studio didn't allow them enough budget to film what they wanted to for the for the final showdown. Oh. So, yeah. So smart. Yeah. And actually, I think it ended up better because I yeah. wouldn't want a gunfight like that. So Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that at all. Yep. All right. Do you have any other news items? No. Okay. Topic of the episode. Uh, I guess we can move on to the topic of the episode. Uh, okay. So the topic of the episode, again, was suggested by two groups. Uh, well, two people. Uh, Monster Closet Podcast suggested that we talk about like uh, what's next for open world games, and um, and then Judge Greg talks about managing chords. So uh, yeah, let's talk about open world games first. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, so what's next? Uh, well, they were talking about how so Red Dead Redemption. I haven't seen any of the trailers or mm-hmm. know any of like the IP, by the way. So I don't I don't relate to it as much, but. Uh, I guess it's open world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a GTA in the West. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. What is it that you've... Uh, did you play Red Dead Redemption 1? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So, so we're pretty bad at explaining this, but to make the comparison. Because I'm trying to see like what it is about Red Dead Redemption that makes it fun or that, that pulls people in. Is well, it like- I am on an IGN article right now that talks about... Red Dead Redemption 2's first four hours, the open world just evolved. Okay. Yeah. What, what does it say about evolving? It's such a long... Oh my gosh, it's such a long article. 
there's a stunning world to explore. Okay. I don't know. It's it's not like it's not organized. This is why I don't like IGN articles that much cuz they don't organize their thoughts very well. Um uh, let's see. Okay. So my thing is is this any different from Zelda Breath of the Wild? See, that's what I'm curious about too because I thought that was the biggest evolution of an open world there there ever was. Yeah. And Aside from the, the theme of like, because I, I know there's been open world stuff like GTA, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not from what I've gathered. It didn't seem really story driven. Oh, this one's like heavily story driven. Okay, okay. So, but but I'm saying like when Breath of the Wild came out, that seems like heavily. Uh, that seems to be like very story driven. Yeah, but with like extra side quests and stuff like that, op- making it open world. And then I don't know how this is different because i haven't played or seen any trailers all right so let me let me see uh i'm reading a different article from the verge right now and they're talking oh yeah i did hear about this the horses um so i know that you can name your own horse because i saw that on tweets like some people were like what would you name your horse when you get red there too um let's see it's like a comforting feeling that you have a very trusted ally one call away um now I'm thinking about that one song. What was that song? One yeah. call away. <laughs> Where, yeah. Only one call away. I'll be there to save the. That one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, let's see. Red Dead Two is there's a there's a lot of horses prominent. You can buy. You can steal horses. Uh, you can find a huge range of animals to befriend. Um, but it doesn't make you feel less connected to your own horse. Um, okay, so they're not just nameless animals. I guess giving your horse a name, like being able to name it yourself, makes you, makes you have a stronger connection to it. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, oh, and then they said that the horse actually feels more lifelike. So, um, the horse that likes you will run faster and be less scared and have more stamina, um, and be able mm. to hear your whistle like further away. And then you can build your relationship with the horse, um, over time. And then it kind of just like increases, kind of like a real pet. Like you actually have to feed it, brush it, or just pat it. Oh, interesting. And then they go into several paragraphs about the different beards you can have. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that care- you care about that. Beards. Custom beards. I'm, I'm trying really hard <laughs> to find out why people like this game right now. Because it seems like exactly what you said. What? GTA in the Wild West. Yeah, but it's it's like a a very story driven one. Okay, no, no, I, I'm not thinking about that. But I'm just trying because they they said like, oh, it's revolutionary open world. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what's making it revolutionary right now. Well, the thing I'm reading about the beards is that it's um, you can customize your beard a lot, and it's it's only cool in this kind of setting of a game because you do things like you may rob banks or you may play as a bank teller or you may be like a sheriff and whatever it is so you would customize your beers to play the part mm. so i i guess that's more important for this type of setting uh let's see okay and then i guess in red dead 2 you can actually uh take baths and uh it's an interactive bath so you actually have to control your character taking a bath <laughs> You have to push different buttons to wash different body parts. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the end of this article. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so, um, 
Okay. So I'm gonna. Uh, this is uh, judging from the article, solely from the article. So I, I might be completely wrong, and the listeners might bash on me. But it doesn't sound very revolutionary. <laughs> well, I, I'm on this other. Um, <clears throat> I'm on this other uh, article. It's like a wiki guide, and it's like uh-huh. the, the was it things to do first when you have read that too. Um, okay. One of them is don't explore. Uh, let's see. While the first few hours are more about introducing you to the characters and mechanics, there are a few things you should know before taking control. Um, don't leave your first camp. The weather outside your shelter is too harsh to survive in. And then there's another one that says steal from the dead. <laughs> so, so you can, mm-hmm. let's see, money is a resource. Uh, and then another one's bring a jacket. You have to, you have to actually have a jacket to keep warm. Um, you have to find your horse that's, uh, very, uh, loyal. Um, weapons. Yeah, that's, that's normal. Um, you have a doctor you need to visit. Uh, yeah. What's the, so then it says hunt a legendary buck. What does that mean? A legendary what? Buck. B-U-C-K. Oh, uh, that's like a deer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it says to hunt a, a really, um, what was it? A rare one? Because that will like increase the quality of all your, um, leather stuff later. Uh, okay. So that's interesting. Hmm. And then go to some mines and places to find free gold. Upgrade your camp. Oh, you have a camp to upgrade. Um, be kind to strangers. <laughs> okay. Huh. Interesting. So if you actually help strangers and they're grateful, they'll like help you out back. Okay. I, I, I guess, I guess it's one of those things where we can't really experience it if we don't like have the game, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm reading this ar- the article like mm-hmm. quickly, briefly about like, uh, here are the 12 most interesting things I learned about Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, okay. So, there's like the bullet points. Yeah. Uh, okay. The first one is really crazy. Okay. Everyone is a potential interaction. So you can really interact with almost everybody. Uh, and it's more than just punching and kicking like in GTA. It's more you can actually greet them or soothe them. Um, see, see, okay. Uh, next one is gun isn't always the solution. Um, so you don't need to pull out the gun on a stranger, but just act the act of pulling out uh, an aggression or pointing it without any uh, fire without firing any bullets uh, is enough to be like a potential altercation. So it's just like real life, I guess, in that way, where it's just more like a threat. Um, how characters respond to you depends on a bunch of stuff. Like how you look, smell, your reputation, how you dress, and much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Okay, there are no main missions or side missions, just stuff to do. Okay. And they were saying, like, in a lot of big open world uh, third-person games, like Assassin's Creed, God of War or something, there's, like, a main story quest and, and side missions. And then many times, uh, yeah, so it becomes, like, a completing a checklist. Or sort of thing. So I guess in that terms, uh, I didn't play it, but was Zelda more like there's like a main mission and a, whole, a side mission? Yeah, there's a huge overarching mission. It's basically just the uh, four divine beasts. But then um, mm. the way to get there, you have to do so many other things. And while you're doing other things, you hit other side quests. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so in this one, it's saying uh, there is a main story to Red Dead Redemption 2. And there are many things you can do on the side that won't directly affect the, that main storyline. So in that sense, there is a delineation between main mission and side mission. But 
that divide uh, that divide isn't nearly as explicit as it usually is. So there's no list, no fo- uh, map full of repeated icons waiting to be ticked off. Okay, so it's similar, but it's I guess it's almost similar to uh, what you had in uh, Breath of the Wild, then, right? Because there's like mm-hmm. no indicator on the map saying, "Oh, side quest here, side quest here, main quest no, here." No, no, it's like usually it's in your log, so it says, "Oh, you have a side quest. This is what you need to do." But there's no direction on what you need, what you, where you're supposed to go, and stuff like that. So, mm. um, yeah. And by so the way, there, I don't think I'll ever beat Breath of the Wild. It's just way too big of a game. Too many things, right? Yeah. Um. They also said you only play as one, or the story you're playing as is of Arthur Morgan, and you only play as one character, well, any character swapping, like in GTA V. Let's see. Uh, So he's part of a large gang, more than 20 people, who travel from place to place with him. So you kind of guess you own a gang? Red Dead Redemption 2 is a road story. Okay. Part of me like feels like this game is a cross between Maple Story and the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I guess we have a. Okay, so I'll, I'll briefly go through the other bullet points with you, and then there's only three left. Uh, horses are a main part of the game, more than just means of transportation, so that's why you. We had a lot of talk about the horses. Mm-hmm. But, um, there's dynamic weather, so it could be pouring rain, sun rays. I'm just thinking uh, a blizzard. I'm just thinking about like Oregon Trail right now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the dynamic weather thing is not that revolutionary because that was already in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's true. And Breath of the Wild was also crazy because it was like thunderstorm. Um, you you would probably you wouldn't be more you increase the likelihood of being uh hit by lightning if your weapon is like a metal weapon oh and, that's cool. and then while, while it's raining if you cl- try to climb on the the rocks and stuff you slip off because you can't get a grip mm. so yeah but anyway uh this one is filled with uh it's rich with flora and fauna uh to catalog in your co- compendium so pretty much just like a Pokedex with filled with animals and <laughs> Alright. Uh stuff. Uh get ready to go Robin. Let me see. So pretty much you would earn money by robbing and stealing. Mm-hmm. Sounds like GTA. Yeah. Uh okay, so let's get back to the topic then now that we have a bit more insight. Uh what they can do for uh for open world games i guess yeah like the next level what's the next level after this mm, i don't know i think it's it, they're making it very lifelike already mm-hmm. uh which is really cool at the same time uh i don't know if you played a tony but uh did you ever play fable way back then no because my computer couldn't run it oh okay uh but what happened was like in fable it was Pretty open, it is semi open world, I guess, with the whole reputation thing that they mentioned earlier. Yeah, and you can, you have like a scale, right? The things you do with yeah, you one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. You either be good or, you be, or you're bad, uh, whatever route you go. And then if you're bad or if you're known to be renowned to be evil, when you show up into town, you're, if you go to evil, people will actually fight you or they try to beat you up, hmm. attack, 
but if you're good, you're more likely to uh, convince people, that sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I, think, I think to add to that, you could also, because this game is an open world game, like, you could also add to it, like, you have to get a job to survive as well. And, and like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the reputation can also go flow through the job stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, that, that should be pretty cool. Yeah. If you can... Like, I guess, like, if, if it's, like, a... I'm trying to think of, like, let's say it's, like, a themed in, like, a spy thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you have to live out your world, like, every day. You have to interact with things, like, do, do a job, play yeah. a game about working in a bank. Doing a desk job. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then get a <laughs> reputation building from that. Yeah. It, it's, now I'm just, it feels like a real life simulator. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, the next thing I was thinking of <laughs> that will be next level is once you build those reputations and relationships in the game, then let's say you want to get uh, faster uh, money increases, you would have to find a better job, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you can't get promoted from within, you have to apply for a new job, which means you can make a resume that has references of characters you develop relationships with. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is the next uh, big step open world game is to make it very realistic where it's like a real life simulator. Pretty much. And uh, throw with, a, like, a real, with like a real uh, time schedule where like one hour of your day is actually work. Uh, one hour of real time is, is the same as one hour of game time. Dude, if you did that, then you would never get anywhere in your game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, like you're, you're lazy. You only work one hour like a day. <laughs> <laughs> you spend an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, mm. That'd be pretty funny, you know. <laughs> but throw in, uh, throw in VR too, and then become super real. <laughs> so, so that that'll be the next step for open world. Yeah, I I think also just uh, incorporating a bigger like instead of just um like well okay make it an MMO um but it's an MMO that you can live and breathe in um mm-hmm. where you know you know how big MMOs are but then there's also servers that you know are um are uh what's it called servers for different regions in the world Mm -hmm. i would say if you want to play with someone over in europe like from the states then to get there in a game you actually have to go across the country and yet it'll be very hard to do that you know Mm -hmm. and you'd actually yeah you actually have to work for it and then once you do then you could join their region you know to play with them that's actually a pretty cool idea. I like the concept. Yeah, so it's it's a little bit more realistic to our our actual world. Yeah, um, yeah, but then yeah. that's that's just real life, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would you say kind of makes sense? Because like I know, um, let's say you start do like a starting region, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, like server or everything. But it's more like if you want your character to transfer over, you in. in in real life, I mean, you have to actually like buy some sort of thing mm-hmm. to like. Uh, I think with Blizzard or something, you have to tr- to transfer your account to another region. You had to buy some sort of something. A plane That's ticket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, some sort of plane ticket. No, but some sort of access to to actually get into it and then to transfer everything. But yeah. I mean, essentially, that's just like real life relocation. Yeah, pretty much. Game time and money. Yeah, and you could also do it like a fee to get into another region, but then you can't bring everything with you. Oh, yeah. 
So you still yeah, things gotta get in. That's and, funny. But then you can still go back to your region, and your stuff is still there. That, that's actually pretty cool. So that's a pretty cool idea. I would run with that. Yeah, I mean, and it also helps with the whole MMO that it actually is one cohesive world instead yeah. of playing, you know, different regions, but it's still the same world, but not really, you know. Yeah. So, so what would happen? So does that mean like it's like a set of Catan where you're starting region? Would you have access to different things? Yeah, I mean, you could do that regional stuff. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Have have certain regional items that only fit with whatever culture that is in that area. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like uh, was it? Pokemon Go, right? <laughs> Only certain rare Pokemons are found in this sort of country or continent. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, in certain situations, it can get crossed over, like, I don't know, pandemics or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, there's certain events. Huh. That's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. We made a game idea. We made a game feature, Tony, that's actually plausible. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know how many people would actually want to do that because they're like... They're going to be like, I have to buy something to switch my region over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, either they spend real money or they do that. Or they spoof their location. You know what? We're, we're basically talking about Pokemon Go right now. Yeah, we are actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, because actually Pokemon Go had regionals and then people were still um, complaining about it. But then the, the workaround with that was they had some um, uh, special events where they allowed crossovers. Mm. But yes. then the difference with Pokemon Go is that you would physically have to move over there. That is true. <laughs> with this one, you just you're still sitting. Your it's or your character avatar that's actually moving, so you don't really have to go there. So it's like you take away the the whole. It's like oh yeah, I have to go over there. But that's like with everything else. Like in a lot of games, say oh there's like a checkpoint or not a checkpoint, but there's like a. You have to find something and it's in a certain region. You still have to move there regardless. Yeah. yeah. So, in the game, you buy a plane ticket. But in real life, you buy a real plane ticket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, you have any other suggestions or should we move to the other question? No, let's move on. I think that's pretty cool. Okay. Cool. All right. So, next question is from uh, Judge Greg. And he's the managing editor for Enthusiasts and also the host of the Real Hero Talk podcast. And he's co-host with Nick for the Gamers Without Borders podcast. Um, <clears throat> he asked, uh, yeah, so actually I asked uh, what questions you guys have for us because it's close to Halloween. Uh, if you're going to ask about scary things. And so he asked, uh, the scariest, the only scariest thing he can think of is like how to manage like extension cords and, you know, tangled cords and all that wires and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. So, we're going to talk about that. Do you, do you have any secret techniques, Tony? Because my wires are all tangled. <laughs> um, my wire is actually all neat right now because uh, I buy the, uh, what was it, the neoprene um, zippered up cord protectors. Wait, was that? Can you send me a link? Um, let me look up the name. Hold on. It's in my Amazon um, purchase history. So, let me check your orders. Search all orders, cords, <clears throat> cable management sleeve. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got the cable management sleeve uh, um, number two. I guess it's a second version of it. And it's actually really cool because they're, they're sleeves, but then um, in order to put them in, you, you unzip them and you put the, the, all the wires in and then you zip them up, right? And then uh, the cool thing about the sleeves too is that the sleeves stack, meaning that they will, um, what's it called? 
they will be connectable with each other, like sequentially. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Can you have a picture that you can send me? Yeah, I'm sending it to you right now. So let's see. Did you get it? Just sent it. Yeah. Yeah. So those sleeves, um, when you put them on the wires, if your wires are really, really long, you can put multiple ones in a whole row and then they connect with like uh, clips on the side. Mm. And um, it keeps everything in there. And then the nice thing about this version of it is that on the side of the sleeves, there's also little like punch holes. So if you need a cable to come out earlier than the end of the sleeve, you could actually uh, just pull it out from there and then, um, you know, just use it at that point. That's really cool. So, yeah. that, that's actually really cool. But my question is, how does that work with stuff that are more for on the go situations for like laptops and stuff like that? And like for, for, uh, I see it works great for desktop and stationary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what about like, cause my setup is like four, three or four different, uh, equipments. Like I have one for, uh, I have from the power cable for my la- uh, laptop. I also have like two or three other things from my laptop to external tablets, <laughs> everything like that. And, I, and the, the annoying thing is I have to take it with me every time I go somewhere. And those, and those, uh, external tablet have their own power cord as well. And they so don't really. Are you talking about? How to manage traveling or what? Yeah, like how, what about like for traveling, uh, the cords for travel cases? Not mean like case. storing them separately. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Cause you, every time you take it out, like let's say, uh, I'm going to use headphones, for example, mm-hmm. you would tie it up or something. But then if you put it in your pocket and you take it out, it's going to be tangled and yet you unravel them every time. Yeah. So actually for me, when I travel, um, all my wires are, are, uh, are, uh, was it, um, tightened or tied up in a very particular way, um, so that it doesn't, it doesn't fall apart. So it's, it's one of the Boy Scouts, uh, things where you learn how to, like, put a long piece of rope back together. You know how, like, you do the, the zigzag and then after you do a zigzag for almost the entire rope, then at the end, you use what's left to, like, um, tie around the middle of the zigzag of the rope. Oh, okay. I know you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do that with all my wires. And then when it gets to the point where I do need to take it out and use it, then I use the minimum amount of wire as necessary or as, as possible so that it doesn't, I don't have to fully untangle it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So everything I have when I'm traveling is very short wire unless I have to really put it far away. Yeah. So, so it kind of keeps everything still separate. Mm. Well, there you go. That, that's one way. Yeah, I'm kind of OCD about the wires. Oh, it's good. Like, uh, the only thing I, I know about, like, uh, organizing wires is I used to use, like, uh, zip ties. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, cause, uh, this, I didn't know about the protector thing. I know exactly what you were talking about before. Uh, mm-hmm. when you, I didn't know what it looks like with, like, the whole, uh, pull out from, like, the punch hole thing. That's a pretty cool function. Yeah, it uh, is. And, and even, like, if you don't, purchase those right and you you're talking about a desktop um a desktop uh configuration you can also do um binder clips you know um the big binder clips yeah yeah Yeah. just clip them on the side of your your desk if you can yeah and then use that metal ring of it and then loop everything through yeah exactly i I was actually using that a lot at at work and at home i just buy get those binder clips clip it onto the side of the desk and then you have all the wires going from there so it doesn't 
go from go all crazy as well. And that's like a very cheap way you could probably get from like office supplies. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's only if your your desk is thin enough though to to actually have that. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Judge Greg, I hope that actually helps you because uh, even though it sounded like a joke question, um, we have real tips. Um, and I guess that also helps for Christmas (laughs) for Christmas lights oh okay I say for Christmas how does that help (laughs) oh actually because my friend texted me earlier and I was like oh I'm in the middle of a podcast and we're going to be talking about cord management and then she was confused and I'm like oh yeah it's Halloween and someone asked uh, and I asked people about scary topics and someone uh, suggested cords and managing them and then she was like oh that's good for Halloween and Christmas lights too. <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can see it now. Managing like the Christmas lights, yeah. Yeah. Using your your zigzag thing. Yep. Yeah. Alright. You 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 got mail. You 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 got mail. You 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 got mail. You you So let's move on to the mailbag community question. Sure. Okay. Let's look at what we got. Last week's question was what's your best nerdy pun? Um, we got a quite a good number of them. Um, so John Layola, host of the One Track Gamer Show, and with Corey and Amanda, um, I have a case full of emergency supplies and a first aid kit. I named the case Justin. I'll be prepared for any injuries, Justin case. <laughs> uh, let's see. Judge Greg says I don't do puns. <laughs> okay. Um. And Nick from Gamers Without Borders says, come on, there has to be some Navy or submarine puns. And then Judge Rick says, there are. And then, uh, and then the conversation ended there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this one comes from Kinetic. He's, uh, par- also part of Enthusiasts. He's hosted the Behind the Line Radio. Um, a man stands on the ledge of the roof of a tall building. On the street below, a physicist looks up and says, don't do it. You have so much potential. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He say he first heard it on the PBS FaceTime um channel on YouTube. And then uh Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast. They suggested uh monogamous someone who plays one game at a time. <laughs> Cause mono game is Yeah. Um let's see. Uh Sword Chomp Podcast says what did the femur say to the patella? You know what femur and patella are? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He says, uh, I need you. <laughs> need as in K-N-E-E-T. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Almost Better Than Sinus Podcast says, have you heard of the band 1023 Megabytes? They haven't had any gigs yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. Those are uh, some uh, pretty good puns. All right. Uh, do we have a question this week? <laughs> Uh, uh, what do you do with leftover candy from Halloween? No, no. that's kind of weird. Actually, that's that's pretty good though, right? Okay. Actually, not what do you do with it, but what do you want to do with it? I think is better. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. Let's do that. Okay. What do you want to do with the leftover candy? Okay. So, so okay. Actually, I'll, I'll ask you this story. Do you want that one, or do you want to do question where? Uh, what do you do when kids? Come up at uh, your door asking for candy, or the people come up uh, trick or treating at your door. Mm-hmm. Do you pretend you're not at home, or do you? Oh, okay. 
Well, which one do you prefer? Actually, the candy I, like, one? I like that second one. Okay. So if someone came up to your door and was uh, uh, ringing the doorbell for trick or treat, what do you do? Yeah. Okay. Well, if I didn't want them there, I turn off my lights first. And if they still ring the doorbell, then I'm just like, what the hell? Because <laughs> that means they don't understand the, the social aspect of lights off mean oh. no one's home. Do you mean like outside? The yeah. Outside, outside? Yeah. But uh, outside, the front door. Um, but I guess if they do come by and they ask for trick-or-treat and then I see that they have cool costumes. I don't know. I'll, I'll make some kind of pun about their costume and then give them candy. <laughs> I, I just moved to another country that doesn't celebrate Halloween. Okay. So your, your answer is done. <laughs> well, okay. So, what if someone did come to your house and ask for a trick-or-treat in Sweden, knowing that they don't celebrate Halloween? That would be very awkward, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess I would be very, very quiet. It's really, really hard as well because uh, our apartment... Is like those. Um, you need a key, uh, like a, a access code to get get into the apartment. <laughs> so it's like a, a two or three layers sort of thing to actually get inside. And then even then, it's only like three apartment per build or oh, six apartment per building. <laughs> so if someone rang the doorbell and said "trick or treat," you would run for your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The okay. There's a balcony <laughs> in the back of my uh, in the back of we call it back of my bedroom mm-hmm. so I slip out there don't do it you have so much potential <laughs> oh, I won't actually slip <laughs> okay anyways that's my answer okay cool alright let's move on to game time okay. um, so this week we're playing a different game and to explain to the listeners we're doing this game called uh, I'm calling it Triple Translation tri- Video Game Edition um, so I was listening to the Good Job Brain podcast, which is a trivia podcast, and they had this game that w- they played in one of their, um, their episodes in which they took like the plot of a movie, like a summary of it, and translated it one way to a different language and back to English. And okay. then the, the people had to like guess what it was. So instead, what you and I are doing, are doing a triple translation with video game plots. So, um, we are, Taking an English summary or whatever we have about the game, translating it to Swedish, and then translating it to Vietnamese, then translating it to Japanese, and then back to English. And then we read... Swedish to Vietnamese to (laughs) Japanese to English. Okay. Yeah. So then we read the final translation, and then we're supposed to guess what it is. Okay. Yeah. Is this this, uh, summary... Our own summary, or is it like uh, actual? It's our it's our own summary. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's what I did. I have like five of them ready. Okay. Go go do your first. So I, I get the feeling what's going on. Okay. So um, uh, this one's a little easy, but at least you get the idea. A snake is the protagonist of this game when trying to save the world by not letting his brother's snake return to a metal device. Wait. Okay. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I want to say it's Devil Dragon. No, it's actually not. I'm surprised oh. that you didn't get that one. Oh, well, at first I, I thought like um, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that that's actually the answer. Okay. Yeah. 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 So my original phrase I used was Solid Snake is the main character in this game where he attempts to save the world by stopping his brother Liquid Snake 
from activating the Metal Gear. Because I actually don't, I don't know like the the brothers, the brothers thing. That's why. Oh, okay, okay. That's why I'm like, oh, the, the brothers snakes. Oh, Dragon is a bro- is a snakeish. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Do you do you have one yet? Uh, okay. Hold on. Let's do the translation. Uh, I, need out, I need to figure out a game. Uh, I can go to the next one while you figure it out. Okay. Is there like a way to do multiple translation at once? Um, not that I know of. What I usually do is I type it in English and it translates to whatever language that is. Um, so in this case, Swedish. And then you do the flip on the top. You yeah, know, yeah. And then when you flip it, then on the right side, change that language to something else, like Vietnamese. And then do the flip again and yeah. change the right. Yeah, that's God. what I did. Okay, this is gonna take a while. Let me see. Uh, I just need to figure out a game that okay. I can describe first. Okay. Uh, do you want me to just wait, or do you want me to tell you the next one? No, go go for your next one. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll think of a game right now. Um, a robot boy created by a doctor will fight a lover to save the world in the future. Oh, uh, Mega Man. Yeah, it's Mega Man. Damn it, I was gonna use Mega Man. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was Mega Man X actually, because I put the robot oh my boy. Robot I actually wrote Robot Boy created by Dr. Light will fight Mavericks to save humans in the future. But uh-huh. for some reason they changed it to fight a lover. Okay, I I that's why I was like lover. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um I'll just keep going until you okay, have keep one. Going. Uh delete the box and delete the box. <laughs> this one was my weird. <laughs> what? Minecraft. No, it's not. You said delete the box? Delete the box and delete the box. Tetris. Yes. You actually got it right. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you get that? Because I was like, boxes and Tetris. Because <laughs> the only thing I, I think about was, with boxes is like Tetris. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't really know any other block games. Yeah. So... Um, I, my original phrase is line up blocks to get rid of blocks. But delete the box. <laughs> delete the box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I like that. Um, okay. Capture creatures, train them to fight Jimmy, get the best. Pokemon. Yes. The original phrase was capture a creature and then train them to battle gyms and be the best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somehow gyms became Jimmy. <laughs> Do you have one yet? Okay, uh, go, one, go one more time, Tony. Is that your last one? Um, I could always make more, but um, I have one right now. Okay, if you don't have one more, then I'll go right now. Oh, we have to wait for me to write up the description. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, I could, I could tell you this one. Um, five teenagers are called blue heads, and robots will deform to save the world. Sorry, one time. Uh, five teenagers are called blue heads. <laughs> yeah, and robots will defor- deform to save the world. Oh, it's uh, Power Rangers. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the original phrase was five teenagers summoned by a blue head and a robot will transform to save the uh, world. Okay. <laughs> but somehow they they became uh, called blue heads. <laughs> uh, okay. Write this description. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually easier to uh, do the translation thing online than it is on the app. Oh, it's an app? The Google Translate app. Oh. Let me see. 
but I'm just going to try and do it anyway. <laughs> okay, let's see if, if this works. So first it's to Swedish, then it's to Vietnamese, then it's to Japanese. We get, why did you choose Japanese, by the way? I don't know. It's because uh, video games are mostly Japanese. Okay. That's what I was thinking as well. I was like, wait, just, okay, there's a Japanese and there's a Javanese. <laughs> what the heck is that? I don't know. But, okay. And then back to English. But, oh. Easy? Is it easy? It's exactly the same thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, that's no fun. I was hoping that it would translate better. You mean translate worse? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah translate worse. <laughs> so, so here's the sentence. Oh, here's the description. Uh, plumbers wear red, jumps to things to save the princess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Why, yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, for listeners, I was joking that that's obviously Super Mario. I- I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one. I'm going to shoot the dinosaurs and emit colorful bubbles. Oh, I was going to do that one too. Oh, oh. puzzle bubble. <laughs> yeah, puzzle bubble. Because the original phrase was um, pop uh, pop colored bubbles uh, by having a dinosaur shoot them. Oh. I'm going to think of another one. Oh, three. Okay. The whole translating is kind of annoying, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I realized that after. If there was, like, the option kind of, like, um, it, when you book flights and stuff to, like, multiple cities. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's probably an option there, and I just don't know it. I'm hoping, but it's too late now. Please be something amazing. English. Ah, lame. Same thing again. Three matches to break candy. Oh, Candy Crush. Yeah. I need to make these better words or something. Well, I have one that says open Western games around the world. Oh, that's kind of cool. I don't know what that is. Open Western game around the world. (laughs) Actually, that's kind of good. Okay, hold on. Now to think. Dine and Dash? No. No, no. O- open game around the world. What's an o- open world game? Where you travel around the world? You forgot the word. What's the word? Open Western games around the world. Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Oh. The original phrase was uh, open world Wild West game. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, mm. Hmm, I have one that I'm going to try to do right now. Okay. I hope this one's good. I hope this one's good. Please be good. Please be good. Please be good. Uh, to Vietnamese. So, come on. Come on. Give me something. Give me a bad translation. Give me a bad translation. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay. 
a man wearing a green princess opens the world. <laughs> what? Is that Zelda? Breath of the Wild? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, but what did, it, what did it say? A man wearing a green princess opens the world. <laughs> what the <hell>? So, there's <laughs> an open, open world game about a... What? What was your man wearing green? Man oh, wearing green. <laughs> she saves the princess in open world. I see. Opens world. <laughs> but I try to make my sentence less of a sentence, and it worked. <laughs> I like it. Uh-huh. I like, that, that's the best one yet. Yeah, the the one I thought was going to be good it actually is not good. Oh, a yellow circle that eats a square and runs from a ghost. Oh, <laughs> that Yeah, that one was easy. Let's see. Uh, let me try to f- figure out a game that you might. Oh, okay, let's see, let's see. I'll make a really weird description. And then let's go with that. Yeah, I'm gonna do one too. I hope this one's good. I think, uh, we're like. <laughs> everything is like, I hope this one's good. <laughs> let me see. Uh, this is too Swedish. Swedish, English, English. Huh? What the heck? I don't okay. know what I just did. This doesn't work at all. Uh-oh. This this one doesn't isn't accurate. But oh well. Uh, mash two triangles with uh, or two rectangles with one ball. Wait, say that again. Match two rectangles with one ball. Oh, pong. Yeah. Huh. The, the the original one was epic battle between two rectangles using only a ball. Oh. But then now we got rid of the epic and just became match two giant rectangles. Yeah, I noticed that it gets rid of words too. Yeah. I think oh. Okay, I'm gonna try this one one more time because I don't know if I messed up the translation, but there's something. Oh, what the paddle fights in space. Uh, paddle fights in space. Yeah, that's so funny. Once you know the the name of the game, but I'll tell you later. Uh, is it paddle? No. Or space invaders. No. Paddle fight in space. I don't think you'll get this because it translated a word completely to something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the original wait, 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 phrase. Wait, wait. No, no. no. Give, okay. give me like three more tries. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, paddle. Paddle could be anything. Could be, maybe, it's not a paddle. Uh, fight in space. Uh, Star Wars. No. Or something Republic. No. Uh, okay. Uh, Destiny. No. Now I'm wondering if the game actually was in space. <laughs> uh, Star Fox. Oh, actually, yeah, this. <coughs> nope. Oh, okay, what, what is it? Okay, so the original phrase was supposed to say Toad's fight in space. Oh, I knew it was Battle Toad. Yeah, but it sounded <laughs> funny because paddle rhymes with battle. <laughs> oh. I don't See, know how that... The, Go ahead. It's funny because the first thing I thought of uh, was like in Battle Toad Double Dragon. Yeah. It, you first, you, or the first stage you fight in in space yeah. on like a spaceship that yeah. looks like a paddle. Oh, does it look like a paddle? <laughs> well, it's thin and it's pretty... Paddle like you played it. Did you play it, Tony? Yeah, no, I I played it, and I that's why I said in space because I was thinking about that game. And then, yeah, yeah. So 
Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, maybe it's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> I should go with my intuition. But how did the word toad translate into paddle? Yeah, I'm still gonna do. I don't know. <laughs> oh, because toad translates to Swedish as the word pada. Ah, huh. But then pada, I guess, has more than one meaning. Okay. But no, but then when it goes to Vietnamese, it's correct because it's gongka. Oh. What the heck? Coffee becomes paddle. Okay, but then how did... Okay, so then go to Japanese. Okay, and it becomes hikagaru. Okay, so I think the original phrase got messed up um, when it was in the whole phrase. Um, because if you do the translation for just the word, it actually comes out to be toad. Oh, okay. I think the combination with the whole phrase messed it up. Okay. Interesting. Okay, cool. Do you have anything else or do you want to move forward? No, uh, let's move forward. I can't oh. think of anything. Else. Okay. All right. So, uh, time to uh, hit the final lap. Um, yeah. Anything to promote? Uh, nothing new. The same as always. Check out uh, our friend Steve, mindfulbuilder.com. Uh, he builds pretty, uh, awesome stuff out of wood, uh, both in... A what was the style called again? It's uh, minimalistic. Oh, minimalistic. But it was rustic as well. Right? Oh yeah, rustic. Yeah, yeah, rustic and minimalistic uh, styles. Uh, also, check out uh, my friend uh, Vince, hype man Vince, uh, and all the handles for YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, everything, uh, Twitter, Facebook, stuff like that. Uh, hype, at hype man, hype man Vince, and that's it for me. All right, cool. So, uh, so for us, uh, you can find us on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of that stuff. And, um, if you guys want to send us questions or anything like that, find us on Twitter. Um, and thank you to everyone who contributed. And, uh, if you guys want to listen to other, uh, similar podcasts or, you know, a little bit of different topics, check out the Lucid Connected Network. And, um, other than that, I don't have anything else. So no time for time travel. Signing off. Hurdy Garden Warp Speed. See ya. Bye. I love, 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 I love